welcome to the Dadcast. This week, we talk about meltdowns and my top five things of the week. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So here we are with another episode of the Dadcast. Richard Mann, hello there. How are you doing? You're right. Yes, very good, Perky. As always, it's great to talk to you. So listen, what is new in the Perkins world? Do you know what? I have no idea because I'm half asleep as we record this. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, the girls, they just decided to wake up at the crack of dawn this morning. And um, you know when you sort of go and you think, oh, I'm going to go and settle. So it was Emily woke up first. So she's like, what, 20 months now? Thought she'd settle. And I went in there and she looked up at me and she's become sentient now. She's got to that age. I think it's about 18. 19, 20 months where they become sentient and they can talk to you and suddenly they're like, they're like a person. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, a real person. Yeah, you can reason <laughs> with them. You can talk to them. They're not a baby anymore. <laughs> and she just looked at me and said, very, very sad. Big hug, daddy. And I was like, yeah, you're up. Okay, cool. And gave her a big <laughs> hug and took her downstairs. And then Tilly was like not far behind her. So I'm a bit shattered. And also the other thing, I was saying to you just off air beforehand that I was trying to sort of write down some stuff that's happened for the, you know, yeah. for the dad car, stuff to talk about. Yeah. And then this morning, Tilly, who's three and a three quarters and should know better, had the most ridiculously stupid meltdown that it was just, <laughs> she was she was getting ready to go to school and like Rachel was getting her dressed, I was getting Emily dressed and then Tilly started screaming about something and what it was was that she didn't know what, shorts or skirt she wanted to put on so Rachel has sort of given her one to suggest she's going no I don't want that one what one do you want then I don't know okay well look these are some choices of shorts and skirts I don't want them well what do you want I want some rainbow coloured ones but we don't have any rainbow coloured ones and so it's just one of those stupid things where you kind of go, and then she started in this thing as well, which is saying, I don't know to things. So you go, what would you like to put on? Like, these are all of your shorts and all of your skirts and all of your leggings. I got to that stage where I got everything out. What do you want to wear? I don't know. Well, okay, well, you've got to choose. No, you choose. <laughs> oh, me? Okay, right. Well, yes, okay, I will choose. I'll choose this one. I don't want that one. Oh, it's yeah. It's ridiculous. I've, you know. I have been there so many times. Phoebe's gone to the zoo today, uh, and she mentioned last week that she was going to the zoo. And, and George was like, I want to go to the zoo. Essentially, whatever Phoebe does, Georgia wants to do it. And uh-huh. it's just, it's natural. I want to go to the zoo. I'd said to sort of Phoebe, just stop mentioning it because, you know, you're teasing her. And it shouldn't be fair. To, you know, Phoebe's excited, but she's also teasing her a bit. Um, <laughs> and last night, she said as we were sort of settling down, she went, oh, have we got everything, have you got everything ready for the zoo? And George just went, ah! Like, I mean, I'm, and I'm not, I mean, that was the kind of sound. Just, ah! And Phoebe, we, we, I sort of laughed. I said, Georgia, what, what are you doing that for? And, and, and Phoebe said, it's because I said the zoo. And she went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, go on, Phoebe, say it again. Zoo. <laughs> so this morning, this morning we got up. I was like, so right, okay, come on, Phoebe, we've got to get out earlier. I need to, Georgie, I need to get you out. And Phoebe, come on, because, you know, today's the zoo. And literally it kicked in. Phoebe was just going, he was like laughing, <laughs> laughing so much. It was that moment just, she, she's just responding to it. And she knew that we were, um, obviously we, we were finding it quite funny as well. Yeah. But it's just this natural thing, this kind of like, I want that, I want that. Well, we're not going to go to the zoo. Well, I don't want to go to the zoo. 
Yeah, I want an ice cream. Well, I want an ice cream. Well, we don't want an ice cream. Well, then I don't want an ice cream. Ah! Ah! Oh, no. You, see, we're not quite in that stage yet, but you definitely are, and we're getting into it. I think with the whole kind of being sentient thing, then Emily's deciding that she wants certain things now as well. Like, she will now have some sort of control over the TV, because normally yes. it's whatever Tilly wants to watch, it's fine, because Emily will just watch whatever, and that's fine. But now Emily's like, Elsa Anna. You know, she wants things now and she demands things. And so you're suddenly juggling, kind of like going, well, if we watch a little bit of this and then a little bit of that. <laughs> and she actually said the other day, first Elsa Rana. Oh. Be- because she knows that sometimes we say, OK, yes, Emily, you can have Elsa Rana, but first <laughs> it's the Octonauts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's like, first Elsa Rana. It's like, oh, no. There's not been a big fight about that, but there will be soon. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It will, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I think where, where we are is, is between CBBS and uh, CBBS. BBC. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's not always either Phoebe or it's not either sort of the Phoebe wanting the older one and vice versa. It's just, I don't want to watch that one. And sometimes they, there's just an argument. Or, uh, but usually, you know, Cartoon Network, they both like, but there's a lot of adverts. And I mean, it's some fun stuff, but at the same time, it's not really educational. So yeah. it's like, you can, you can have it a bit at times, but not, you know, we're not just going to chuck it on the whole time, you know, endless gumble. As, as funny as it is, and I think it's hilarious, but. Just, you know, so... Yeah, you can't have no. that. Speaking of TV, I know you've got loads of things to talk about. I know you've got a whole big list of stuff no, to talk no, about. No. But have your kids been inspired at all by the World Cup, by the football? Yeah, do you know what? Actually, yes. It's as simple as that. Both of them. I mean, Phoebe's talked about it a lot. And uh, they played football... They had a, a football tournament, I think it was last week. And they had girls and boys. And they, they split it up, which is probably quite fair. Because I think otherwise the boys naturally play football a lot. And the girls don't. At least that's my observation. <laughs> um, and Phoebe, Phoebe scored a goal. And she said, I scored my first goal and it's really great. And I said, that's fantastic. And I said, so were the boys supporting you? And she said, yeah, the boys really loved it when they loved watching us. And then we watched them play, which is really great. That so, is brilliant. And, it's not, and that's not come from me because, you know, I'm not particularly a, a football fan. So, but it's come from her and her school. And, and I think that's fantastic. So, yeah, they've both been inspired. And that's uh, good. Because like, yeah, Tilly, Tilly knows of football. She knows about, you know, kicking the ball around in the back garden. And she's got this book called Football Fever about this little boy that you know goes and plays in a little team and then his sister she gets inspired by it and she goes and plays as well so it's like you know both boys and girls playing football and I the other night I was telling her about it before the England America match where England yeah. sadly lost but before then I was saying that you know England are doing really well and it's women playing football and she was just like oh right right and then I, I opened up I play and there was a match on and I showed her just a little clip of it. I only showed her about, you know, 30 seconds. And you could just see her face when, when she saw that there was like a whole big crowd watching and it was like this massive event. And you could just see the cogs ticking in her head. Just That's kind of great, like going, though. Wow, this is something That's incredible. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I like the idea that they said that this is like the start of the journey, you know, the build up to the next one and yeah. looking forward and grassroots and, and getting girls involved. And you think, great, absolutely fantastic. In the end, it's the health thing, isn't it? It's as many as, you know, health kick. Which, which we want. But that's great. It's good. Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. OK, Perky, I've got just five observations from the last week. Ah, now hang As on you... a sec, hang on a sec. Are you going oh, five okay. to one or one to five? Oh, I don't know. What, what, what would you prefer? <laughs> What's more interesting for you, Perky? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Five, four. I'm going to go. For, I'm going to start with five. See, and I don't. In my brain, this makes it even more exciting now if you're starting with five because I feel like we're building oh. towards something. But I don't know which well, one's the best. I don't think. Well, no, nor do I. 
Ah. But maybe, I tell you what, maybe I'll just make the last one sound interesting, more interesting. Um, You know, by the power of my voice, irrespective of if it actually is any more interesting. Let's start with five anyway. Here we go. Five. five. Okay. (laughs) Five. As you all know, I'm in a Rolling Stones tribute called the uh, Rolling Stones Now. And today we celebrate 21 years of gigging. And you, sir, were at the very first gig. In I Edmonton, was, I was in '98, first gig, and that terrifies me. That it's 21 years since I know. then. That is ridiculous. I know. 21 oh, years. Oh my goodness! And we're gigging back at the Horns Watford tonight. Do you know anyway, what? they are yeah. phenomenal. They were phenomenal that first night, and they've been phenomenal ever since. Didn't realize it was 21 years, but 21 if you years. A to see, they've gone through a well, few we, name changes. We have, yeah. We were the Strolling Bones, then the 21st Century Stones. And uh, at one point, someone said we were going to call ourselves the Kidney Stones <laughs> and, the, and the Precious Stones, which was <laughs> a bit funny. But yeah, we're still going pretty much the same lineup. And we sound a little less like Metallica than when we did in that very first gig. Oh, it's a lot more Metallica, I think. Anyway, the reason why I'm saying this is because Georgia tells everyone that I am Mick Jagger. Amazing. Amazing. That's, Amazing. that's one of the jobs I do. Uh, oh, yeah, my daddy uh, is Mick Jagger. Not he pretends to be Mick Jagger in a tribute, but he is Mick Jagger. He works at university, he does some acting, and he's Mick Jagger. I mean, and I just love that. To be fair, to be fair, <laughs> knowing, knowing what I know about Mick Jagger, there's probably lots of kids up and down the country saying their daddy's Mick Jagger. <laughs> and they'll be right. Every single one of them. <laughs> oh, it's just funny when I've gone into uh, Busy Bees, the nursery, and they said, oh, yeah, um, yeah, George has been telling me about you being Mick Jagger. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> I bet. The moment you walk away, you laugh at it, and then you walk away, and then Sophie turns around and says, I told you that was a secret. Now shut up. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Brilliant. What's, what's number go. four? I like number that. Number four. I think this is something that's happened to everyone. It happens in our house a lot, but it, it happened two days ago in the park. There was a child who was about two standing there by the climbing frame, and there were two men standing, I don't know, 10 feet away from him. And the child was, was going, Dad, 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 Dad. Perky, I'm not lying. It must have gone on for a minute. And I wanted to just say, just answer your son. Oh, my goodness. Just what were they doing? Just answer your son. And the two guys were just talking calmly. And I think maybe he just blocked the sound out. And I, we can all do that. But I was thinking, there's not many other sounds around here. And there's only one person saying, dad, dad. But it was almost, it was like a metronome. Dad, oh, no. dad. I know the girls do it to, to Sophie actually quite a lot. And I think, I don't know if she's just concentrating on something else, but I'll answer them. I say, yes, what do you want? And they say, no, we want to speak to mummy. I say, well, mummy's busy. She's on the dad. phone to your dad, Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that, um, well, what's the, the famous sketch in Alan Partridge? Oh, with Dan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's just reminded me. It's but funny, it was Because, like, I went to the park the other day and there was a little girl there playing and, and, and Tilly wanted to play with her and they were playing together. And occasionally there'd be things like, there'd be like this big swing that they wanted to get on together but it's a bit high up and you have to kind of lift the kids in and I was a bit like you know you're always a bit funny you don't want to sort of lift someone else's kid up and I looked over and the the kid's mum actually turned out to be her aunt was just lying down on a bench having a little doze (laughs) what? I just feel like when you go to the park it's your chance to really just sort of play with your kids I don't know I don't get it she was just lying there (laughs) what? And then when we left, she was like, oh, we're going to stay here for the night. Like, can you bring us some food? It was, I don't know what was going on. It was a bit crazy. But 
Yeah, I, that- I find that really sad. There was I, I saw a video online once about that whole thing. It was particularly dads at parks on their phones. It was this um, this this guy. I don't know if it was like a psychologist, and he was speaking to the mum, and the kid had gone to the park with the dad, and the dad was just sat on his phone, just like doing nothing. And uh, the, the the psychologist said, "Okay, well, just I'm going to do this thing. You know, obviously, don't worry because you know what's happening." And he went up to the kid who didn't know him, spoke to him led him away out of the park and then oh, you see the no. moment of the dad coming off his phone like minutes later and kind no. of like having that moment of like where's where's my kid gone it's great oh. i mean it, i think when you look at your phone time does go by a lot yeah, it quicker does, doesn't it, does. it yeah and yeah you can be doing yeah. it for what feels like two minutes and it's actually been five or ten and uh oh just if you're taking your kid to the park just take the second and play for goodness sake i know I know. Wow, that's good. That's good. Okay. And, Number and there, and, three. Oh, no, sorry. What? Oh, no, no. I was going to say, and there's one other thing. Yeah. There's one other thing. And then, <laughs> Georgia wanted to go on the swing, and the girl next to her said, Oh, mummy, can you help me? Can you help me on the swing? I want to go really high. It was almost like a um, you've been framed moment. She put the girl <laughs> on the swing, pushed her, and the girl just immediately fell off. <laughs> it's just like, bam! And I, I, everything just stopped me kind of going, ha! <laughs> because it was just like, how did that happen? <laughs> With such force that the kids went, goom! Oh, she was like, oh, no. oh, oh. <laughs> But she was okay, yeah? And she was fine, but it was just the... Oh, oh, I did something in the park funny. the other day, inspired by you and inspired by the dad cast. I often feel bad in the park because I've got both. I take both of them down. Like, you know, I take both of them to give Rachel a chance to do something, you know, to have a shower or to do some uh, some, some work or whatever. And Sorry, I heard both of them. Both as them. in Ian Botham. I Ian Botham No, down. I know. I was like, I just thought, both of them. Why did I think of both of them? Both of them. <laughs> both I just of thought, them. I just suddenly thought Ian Botham. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Perky. <laughs> That's an entirely different story, taking Ian Botham down to the park to hand out some Weetabix. Um, no, what is it? Shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. Shredded, Shredded wheat, wheat, yeah. Shredded wheat. Oh, um, that's a few years ago. Yeah. Sorry. But, but I often feel bad because like, sometimes Tilly wants to do something, but Emily, because she's little, I have to kind of be there with her because she's the one that's going to immediately fall off of stuff if you're not kind of like helicoptering or whatever. And so I said to Rachel, I said, look, Emily's having a nap. I'm going to take Tilly down to the park by herself so that we can play. And, uh, and, we, and, we, and we did that. But because it was just after school, loads of other um, school friends were there. And she's got two school friends that she hangs around with a lot at school. And they were both there. And so they were playing together. And I kind of was helping them play. I was playing with them and all that kind of stuff. And inspired by you the other day, I thought, I need to get a photograph of these three kids because two of them are going to go to school. So Tilly and another one are going to go to school in September. And they're going to be in different classes in school. And the other girl is going to stay in preschool for another year because she's like a month younger than Tilly, but she's into yeah. September. And uh, and so I thought, I've got to get a photo of the three of them so that in 20 years' time, if they're still <laughs> yeah. friends, they can recreate that photo. Yeah, there you go. So I got there you go. I mean, They didn't quite appreciate uh, how important it was that they all looked at the camera. <laughs> so I've got a, a selection of photographs. None of them are great, but I've got some photos. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Number three. Georgia and Phoebe, I watched Doctor Who with them. Mm. Old old Doctor Who. But Georgia doesn't really like it. And she said it's too scary. Too scary. Yeah. So last week I said, right, I'm going to watch the first Tom Baker robot, 1974. Came up, watched the whole thing because Soph was out in the evening. Watched the whole thing. They were fine. Georgia fell asleep, actually. Uh, Phoebe watched it with me. The next day, Soph was out again. We're going to watch Doctor Who again. Okay. 
George was up for it. It's like, great, finally, we can just watch something. It's, you know, it's not that exciting for them, but it calms them down a bit. Yeah. And that's fine. And she said, it's not going to be scary. I said, no, no, the, the other one wasn't scary. This one won't be. So the arc in space. Okay. Right. So we're watching it. And she said, um, did Uncle Jimmy uh, work on this? Because obviously, as you know, my brother worked on the last uh, series of, of Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who. I said, no, no, Jimmy wasn't born <laughs> when, when this was around. But it's a similar kind of thing to, to what Jimmy does. So is it done on the computer? I went, no, no, not really. It's not scary. No, no. So we started watching it. At the climax of episode one, one of the men turns out, or no, of, of episode two, uh, starts to turn into this this worm thing, worm. Um, and he basically comes out and he's he's there and he's sort of going, and he looks down at his hand and it's covered in this green bubbly thing. And George went, oh no. I said, what? She said, he's got green bubble wrap on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. She went, why has he got that? I said, well, that's like a special effect, George. That means that he's getting a bit, you know, he's turning into this other monster. She went, oh, okay. So a bit later, Brilliant. he's all, he's pretty much all in bubble wrap. George, <laughs> he's got bubble wrap on the whole of him now. And yeah, so again, she's gone from being really scared of Doctor Who to now going, it's green bubble wrap. And it was, it was green bubble wrap. That was fantastic. <laughs> green bubble wrap. But it's great that she kind of understands. I mean, it probably ruined loads of shows and loads of excitement for her. But it's great that she can see through it. Well, I know, yeah, exactly. It's funny, actually, because uh, I think the last series of Doctor with Sylvester McCoy with the Cybermen, I'm sure it's that one, the Cybermen, their gloves were cricket gloves sprayed silver because you could see you could see the padding there's you know quite specific cricket gloves it's just like you know it's obviously sort of the, the money's being lost somewhere in the series now you know it's obviously the money was going it was axed after that i tell you what my favorite story of that kind of ilk of uh, of, of using other things in uh, tv shows was the the story about the quater mass experiment Oh, right, yeah. Which was another kind of show from the... That might have been the 60s? I don't know. It was. It it was just... It was just... It it just preceded Doctor Who, and it was almost like the kickstart into Doctor Who. Uh, Yeah, right, okay. Quite a classic series, yeah. And I think a lot of it was live as well. Yes. Back in the day with his wife. And and there was something, and I don't know the the full details of it, but it was something that they were building up to, to this thing, this kind of like... This this gem or this this, this artefact that was kind of the, the answer to life, the universe and everything. And it came to that last episode and the prop that they'd made went missing. (laughs) And then all they had was, I think it was a Mickey Mouse snow globe. (laughs) So they had to use that because that's all they had. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I've not heard that one. Baby talk, but not baby talk with Perky and Man. Okay, into the top two. This is getting yeah. very, very exciting for me. As, yes, as you say, yes, they're not yes. in any order, but for me, just the fact you're counting down from five to one makes me feel like we're going to build to a sensational climax in a few oh, minutes' I'm time. Ju- I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the pressure. <laughs> Number two! Number two! Right, so uh, Phoebe hoards things. I've, I think I've said this before. And open her cupboard, and like the rest of the house, it's like a cupboard of doom. Yes. Things are just toppling out. Georgia, her sister, has taken on the, the, the same sort of mantra and she is now hoarding stuff. And she wanted to find a, a book the other day and it's called Bob Bug. Bob, Bob Bug. Bug. And, it's, Bug. and it's really good, yeah. And it's, it's a funny book and she's, you know, Bob Bug. Anyway, she couldn't find it anywhere and I was looking at all the usual places. I opened a cupboard and it was like, going, <laughs> you know, like looming out of me. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, let's, have, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, it's there. Pulled it out. There you go, Georgia. Thank you, Daddy. And out with it, 
came a uh, a liberal democrat leaflet. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what? What? Why is she hoarding liberal? In a, what, in a, it's just, it's just, yes, I was thinking, what am I going to find? So I'm going to be there be sort of pizza offers in there or they're going to be just it was just like a moment of she obviously looked at it and like all right um well, i'll keep that listen <laughs> maybe she's more astute than you think and she's thinking it's the maybe the, she is one of the only parties that have come out actively <laughs> anti-brexit i think she's uh... <laughs> yeah she probably knows her way more than she's letting she's letting on <laughs> oh god oh wow right. so did you I ask know. her about it did you say what's this no. and did she no, did I, she say why no, she liked no, it no no i no i should have done but i just said so look what she's got in her cupboard yeah so just like it's just so much stuff in there. It's funny ah. with kids and and the value they put on certain things. Like because the other night Tilly was in bed, and then you hear this kind of grizzle from the top of the stairs. And I went over there, and Tilly's standing there, and she had a sticker that she'd put on her bed a couple of months ago of this little Disney princess, and she'd somehow ripped it into three pieces, so it's on like three of her fingers. And she said, "Daddy, my sticker's broken. Can you fix it?" And it's like. <laughs> Till, I mean, no, 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 uh, you know. But, but, but at that moment, that sticker was That's, the most valuable oh, thing yeah. in yeah. the world. Yeah. Her favourite yeah, yeah. one, you know. Yeah. It's funny, actually, because I found myself, you know, super gluing bits of plastic back together <laughs> that have come out of a, a Kinder Egg or something. And they're like, oh, thank you, Daddy. And, and I mean, gluing them and, and, and holding it to make it glue, you know, so holding, you know, spending, investing a few minutes in it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thank you. And then seeing it at the side afterwards and thinking they'll never look at that or touch it again. Yeah. That, but- that was, I mean, I just, and I've, I've done this quite a few times and now I'm thinking if I leave it here long enough, they'll forget about it and then I can chuck it. I'm just mending plastic bits of rubbish. You know what I mean? But they will ask for it one day. They will ask actually, for well, it. Well, yeah. Well, actually, and this is actually, you know, this is going on from that. And maybe this is something we need to talk about another time. Mm. Have you been watching the War on Plastic? No, I've not. Good. Okay. Yeah. It's really good. It's quite shocking. But it's talking about, obviously, you know, single-use plastic. Uh, but Phoebe has really taken it on board. Good. Really. Cool. Seriously. Uh, even though when we're going shopping, she's so, she'll be saying, no. That's single-use plastic. That's what, you know, single-use plastic is like, yeah, yeah, you're right, Phoebe. I mean, in some respects, there's a lot of things we can't help. But you think, yes, if that can get to that younger generation, that message, and obviously it's got to be backed up with the parents as well. It's not, there's no good parents sort of going, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and we, we totally agree. But it's, it's interesting to see how something like that can really make an impact on a seven-year-old. Uh, not so much Georgia, but Phoebe definitely uh, and I think there's also that difference when they start going to school, that there's a different way of thinking. Um, and that's what I've sort of seen from Phoebe. But she's totally on board with it. And I could see actually how now, you know, younger people can sort of become activists and can be passionate about it. You sort of go, oh, I get it. So actually, so when you become a teenager, you know, you think, well, yeah, yeah, because that's in you. You know, it's, 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 it's easy for us to look back to being a teenager and look back at teenagers and go, oh, you know, waste of space or yeah. this and that. And we, we've all done it. We've all done it, you know, because we've all been there. But actually thinking, no, there are a lot of them out there who are really passionate. Because I think and kids it's great. Are, are seeing things for the first time. Like, you know, when, when Phoebe watches a show about plastic, all mm. the information and stuff that she's maybe never considered before. Whereas, uh, Yes, you're right. Whereas yes. older people have kind of gone through their life 
and got used to certain things and are kind of set in their ways about certain things. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and have maybe had a milkshake through a paper straw 20 years ago and gone, that's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and haven't realised that it gets better, you know, that, that now paper straws work better than paper straws used to work. They don't just crumble and fall apart. And there's more information out there now, isn't there? Like when we were kids, it feels like you'd look at old books or whatever because, you know, and bits of TV, but it, there wasn't all the kind of social media no, kind no. of... I'm not saying your kids watch all social media stuff, but it seems like it's that kind of information but, we get now, that kind yeah, of... Yeah, and, and I guess there's a... Yeah, and I guess there's an influx of it. So if they hear about it on the news, it'll be on, you know, it could be on social media and we can be talking about it uh, and we can show them images or... or what, the, the point is that it, you don't just hear it on the news. Yeah. It's yeah. then on... And then people talking about it and it's, it's out there a lot more and it's a lot more immediate. It's interesting, though, because you think, wow, yes, obviously they can suck up that information. They can really be affected by it. And on the flip side, how easily it is to do damage to that age, to tell them the wrong information... Most people have children because they want to protect them and they want to nurture them, look after them and see them grow and, and, and have a fantastic life. But the reality is there are people out there who are not as nice to their children yeah, or to other, yeah. other people's children. And that's yeah. a horrible, horrible fact. And then you sort of go, yeah, if you're a sponge, <laughs> you can sponge up whatever. Yeah, um, and you hope it's the, the good stuff. All this stuff has just been, oh. I've been saying things in the bum, last couple bum, of minutes bum, bum, because bum. I'm just, I'm excited. <laughs> About the number one thing that's coming up, and I just oh. didn't want—I just didn't want to get to no. that moment too soon. I wanted the, to sort of tease the, it out for longer because I'm so <laughs> excited about this phenomenal dig, thing dig, that you're going to tell us about now. <laughs> you know, dig deep in your acting skills, Perky, which you've got many, and they are vast. But you might have to dig deep in this in this occasion. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Perkins, <laughs> number one. Oh, here we go. Oh. I think there are certain questions that you get asked that you you just kind of go, oh yeah, that's um, oh yeah, that's uh, oh I, actually I'm not entirely sure, and you make it up or you say I'm going to find out or you completely bag it or, or whatever. So today, this morning, Georgia, as we were walking up to a busy bees, oh busy bees, there we go. Oh, mm. um, Daddy, how do bees make honey? Ah, oh um, well they've they, they there's the pollen um they 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 collect the it's, what's the pot? The sort of stigma. There's a, sort of, they cl- uh, they go around for flowers and they they get things from flowers and then they go back and uh, and make it. But but how? But how? Well, okay, George. Um, right. So I suddenly thought. Well, actually, I I don't know how how bees actually completely make honey. I've got a very vague idea. Um, obviously, I was told about it at some point. I've just had a look, and this is on theguardian.com. I'm going to quickly praise here, okay? Bees start making honey, which is their food, by visiting flowers. They collect a sugary juice called nectar from the blossom by sucking it out with their tongues. They store it in what's called their honey stomach, which is different from their food stomach. When they have a full load, they fly back to the hive. There, they pass it on through their mouths to other worker bees who chew it for half an hour. It's passed from bee to bee until it gradually turns into honey. Then the bees store it in honeycomb cells. Okay, so I've got that knowledge now, which is pretty good. You know, like, okay, I didn't realise that. I thought they just took bits from flowers. Anyway, this is what I know now, and I can tell her. Skip back a few hours to this morning. Yeah, but how are they made? Well, okay, so essentially they go around collecting pollen from flowers, and then they take it back into a hive, and there it becomes honey. Oh, what, a lot of bees? Yeah, a lot of bees. 
Oh, okay. She took, absolutely took it. Oh, okay. So how do they get it into the jars? (laughs) (laughs) What? How do they get into jars? No, no, we get it into the jars. We take the honey. Yeah. And then she said, why do we take it off the bees? And I said, yeah, we do. Because then it's like, we're kind of just stealing their honey, aren't we? We We really are. We're stealing it. But she totally bought that. But <laughs> that's brilliant. How, how that, do they get it into jars? That's funny. Um, the, so a couple of weeks ago, I had a similar thing where I was sitting down with Emily, Tilly was at school, and we put on something on TV and I thought, oh, let's, let's find something different than, than what Tilly normally watches. And we found a Dr. Zeus Cat in the Hat program on Netflix. Oh, lovely. And Great. Because, because Emily's middle name is B... Yes, it's of like course. her symbol is her is B. You know that's why we got her the B bear. Yeah. you know the the Justin B bear. I'm just going to go for that <laughs> yes. joke again because that was. I'm still proud of that moment. It's, it's a, a great joke. Uh, a great so joke. what's the what's the bear called again? It's uh, called Justin. Yes. because it's a bear dressed up as a bee. It's a bee <laughs> bear. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, but, there, but so there's an episode of this cat in the hat thing about bees and how they make honey. And it's the same thing. It's like the kids asking the cat how bees make honey. And so he shrinks them down to become bees and they go in there. And it was the same thing. It was just like, oh, look, this is how they make honey. And me thinking, I don't quite know, but, you know. And, <laughs> and then it's the same thing. You know, they bring the nectar back and they do the waggle dance. And it's like, oh, that's great. And then it just had all these bees essentially being sick into each other's mouths. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so this, all oh, right, so you saw this recently. Yeah, yeah, a couple oh, of weeks bizarre. ago. And it was That's just bizarre. All, all with their, their, their big long mouths just like being <laughs> sick into each other's mouths and chewing it and then being sick into another one. It was just watching it as if it was some sort of like horrendous like human centipede program we're watching. It was just like, this is filth, this disgusting <laughs> and Emily just sort of like you know just sitting there with her dummy just watching like um, like Maggie and the Simpsons just yeah. like nom, 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 just watching in horror as these bees are being sick yeah yeah it does uh, but honey doesn't taste the same anymore does it <laughs> no it doesn't it doesn't no but there must be so many of these questions I know you know I'm going to write them down because every so often they come out with one of the girls asking me something which I think I should know and um, and I don't, or I, for- I I did know, but I've forgotten. Or I just can't explain it. it. It happens with words. Phoebe does it quite a lot with words. She'll ask me a word. Oh, really? And I think, and I can't remember because actually I should have written this down. This was uh, at the beginning of the week. She asked, uh, yeah, what does that mean? And it's like, it means, it, well, you know, and I could use it, but actually trying to describe uh, what it actually means exactly was really difficult. I just think an easier way to do that rather than trying to write down the questions and then researching and then coming back to her with the answers because it kind of makes you look weak as a father. I think what's more important to do is to make up an answer <laughs> and then write down the answer you've given her and then stick with that answer for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned it on Dadcast before, but my dad, when we were little, he told us that squirrels that are grey in colour are known as red squirrels. And squirrels that are red in colour are known as grey squirrels. <laughs> so cut forward oh, to Charlie. Like, when I was, I was 25. I was 25 and I was walking along with a friend of mine and she said, oh, look at that grey squirrel. And I went, well, actually, I know it's, uh, I know that squirrel is grey in colour, but it's actually a red squirrel. <laughs> and then, oh. 
And then I got a phone call from my sister. She'd gone to she'd gone to the States. And I know my, my, my parents had gone to the States as well. This, I'm, I think I was 25. And she phoned me. And I thought, why is she phoning me from America? And I picked up the phone. And it sounded like she was in floods of tears. Absolute floods of tears. And I was like, what's happened? What has happened? Fix, what has happened? What's happened? And she went, what colour is a red squirrel? And I went, it's grey. Why are you asking me this? And then she sort of, bur- you know, and she was laughing. She was just wetting herself laughing. And it was because she'd found out he lied. And we were both. <laughs> oh, oh, that is great. So I think you've got to do that. that. So whenever is... she asks something, lie, lie, oh. lie, and then keep a note of it. Oh, dear. Just for oh, fun. God. I think, Fantastic. I think, I think we should uh, we should go. To, I tell you what. Yeah. I was nervous about the number one, but I think I think you definitely peaked with number one. That was uh, oh, thank you, thank phenomenal. you very much. Thank, phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Perky, listen. It's, as always, it's great to talk to you about yeah. lots of stuff. Listen, anyone out there listening, you know, join in on the conversation. Either email us or or tweet us or. Facebook or Instagram and uh, and you know maybe share some of your stories so we can share them with other people absolutely uh, and that'd also, be really good if you listening have still got episode number one of the dadcast on your device or whatever we've kind of lost it we're trying to find it we've got little clips of it on our computers but we haven't found the full episode and we want to hear it again we want to stick it back up online so if you've got it please get in contact and, and yeah. find a way to send it to us we'd love could, to have that first episode have, yeah and, and, and send it I mean don't eBay it. Don't eBay it and don't no. make us bid for it because, you know, come on. You know, this is, uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, you're sitting on a, a potential gold mine, but uh, <laughs> it's like a lost, lost episode one. Beatles it, album yeah. or something, you know. It is. Or the lost, because, you know, the, the, the Doctor Who, uh, quite a few of the Doctor Who from the 60s yeah. were lost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, they were uh, sort of buried. Some of them were buried under the M25. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's not, I'm not making it up. Um, or, or is it the M25? No, it was the M25. I don't, and I don't know why. It's bizarre. Um, but they've been, um, they've sort of been reimagining them because a lot of the time they've got the off air, I don't quite get it, but they've got the off air recording of the, um, the audio. Of the audio. I don't yeah. know what off air means, but if they've got like an ambient mic, anyway, whatever. The point is, they might have one episode surviving or no episodes or however many, but they're, they're animating them. Uh, and some That's of them, phenomenal. you know, some of them are, are really good. So, uh, not that we could do that with the dadcast, um, but we could. Uh, well, any animators out there, yeah, you know, we could do that as <laughs> What's well. That ad- <laughs> right, we best go. We best go. We better. Uh, we will speak again in a couple of weeks. And yes, um, yeah, get in contact. Okay, bye. Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.